yoga teachers, mindfulness leaders, and energy workers. Are you ready to stop side hustling and start making an income doing what you love? Welcome to the Marketing Off The Mat Podcast. Each week, your host, Jessica Cross, dives into conversations with successful creatives in wellness, business, marketing, and more to uncover practical methods to take your business from A to B and have some fun along the way. Grab some tea and pull up a seat. Let's dive into this episode. This is Marketing Off The Mat and it's Jessica. So glad that you're here. Have you ever thought about what does it mean to tend to yourself as an entrepreneur? Well, maybe that's why you clicked on this episode. And I'm so glad that you did because we have Brittany LaBoyes on the show today and she helps us better understand exactly what that means in terms of heart-centered entrepreneurship. So Brittany is a movement teacher and a mindset and empowerment coach who helps entrepreneurs infuse their gifts with soul purpose and personality so that their businesses can make a greater impact and that they can make more money living the ultimate fulfillment in their work and life. And wow, that sounds incredible. And you're just going to love her. She's just so open and she deeply shares about her own personal journey into entrepreneurship, the highs, the lows, and all of the things in between. And then she gives us actionable tips to really get clear on what it is that we need to fill our own cups because we're in it for the long haul friends. And we need to make sure that we feel filled up and fulfilled as individuals, as entrepreneurs, so that we can continue to serve others. So I'm so glad that you clicked on this episode. Without further ado, let's take a listen to the chat I had with Brittany LaVoyes. Hey, Brittany, how are you? I'm doing so good today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your incredible energy with us today. We're just so grateful. I'm so excited. I cannot wait to share some of my musings and things that I think are really going to serve your audience. So yay. Yay. That's exciting. That's really exciting. So we got to hear a little bit about you in uh, the intro, but I know that that's just the tip of the iceberg. So tell us a little bit more about your story, your career, and how it brought you to today. Yeah. So my journey has been fairly organic. I teach Pilates and I come from, that's really where I started this process. And, um, I found myself exploring social media several years ago and just posting fun movement sequences, things that inspired me that got other people to think. And I noticed that there were a lot of teachers that started, um, consuming my content. And I noticed that I started naturally speaking to teachers, even though I was posting exercises that anybody could do. I'm like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Is there something here? And it felt exciting to me. There was a little bit of that imposter syndrome thing like, well, you know, I can't teach teachers. I'm not a teacher trainer. But I was noticing a lot of teachers were coming to me and like really liking what I was doing. So I started really catering my content online for teachers. And I created an online membership and I was teaching workshops and master classes. It was very technically focused initially, um, actual exercises, movements, all that. And then as I started moving more into coaching and mentoring, I realized that most of what these teachers thought that they were missing, if I just knew more about anatomy, if I just 
you know, had more experience with this, then I would finally feel confident. I feel more fulfilled. I wouldn't be so burned out, et cetera, et cetera. And there's actually, you know, those are almost like the symptoms of what was going on inside. It was the imposter syndrome. It was the perfectionism. It was the not enoughness, all of these things that were, they were kind of putting on these external factors. And so I naturally started working on that stuff with them. So again, it's been very organic and, and throughout me kind of evolving my offerings, um, creating, you know, like coaching programs, private mentorship for all of that. I realized that was actually the most transformative stuff for these people. And that was the feedback that I was getting. I was like, Oh, cool. Yeah. This teaching techniques. Awesome. But this thing where I really, um, you know, went into my confidence that, that transformed my life. And I'm like, okay, that's also the stuff that feels the most fulfilling to me. So I recently took the leap into full blown energy and mindset coaching with my clients. So while I'm still working with movement teachers, um, it's, you know, my expertise, my specialty is in something that feels really fulfilling for me. And what I have found has been the most transformative for all of my clients. So it was like one step led to the next, to the next, to the next. And I just kept making these little adjustments along the way. And I feel like I've arrived and it's really interesting because the work I'm doing now and really my mission for the the teachers that I work with, the business owners that I work with is, has been the same from day one. I want people to feel empowered, to be able to trust themselves, to, to realize how special and gifted and amazing they are. And that they have all of these resources already within them. And all I'm doing is like teasing those things out. Like I'm not giving them something that they don't already have. I'm just showing them that it's there. And that has not changed since I started teaching Pilates to the general public, to teaching teachers, and now doing this more energy and mindset coaching. So it's been a really cool evolution. Oh, I love that. And I just love how you didn't need someone's permission to start doing the things that you're feeling called to this little inkling and the noticing and the folks that were kind of coming into your, your periphery, that they were teachers and, you know, the things that were helping you as far as, you know, building your business, sharing them with those folks and they were resonating. It was kind of that, Mm. that energetic, like magnetic, if even if you will match where people were really resonating with what you put out there. And, and, you know, as you were saying the you know, imposter syndrome popped up and uh, as it does for many of us, I think as we're building businesses, I'm sure like we're both nodding our heads. I'm sure if you're listening, you're probably nodding your head too. <laughs> it's, it's just the stuff that comes up when we start, I think, moving towards the thing that's calling us the most. And oh, I'm just yeah. glad that you said yes. And you didn't let that stop you. Yeah. And it's, you know, what I find for, for my own experience and then also the, the teachers and business owners that I've supported is when you're really tapping into your gifts, because everybody has their own special gifts that they bring to their teaching. When you're really tapping into those gifts, it's almost as if you don't have a choice. (laughs) Finally, if you're very heart centered, I think there are people that can just do kind of the more logistical thing, but 
if you're heart centered, if you, you know, you're, you know, I work with a lot of like empaths and really highly sensitive people. It's almost as if you don't have a choice. Eventually you can dance around it and okay, I'm going to just, you know, do this technical training, but it still comes out. It's like, I couldn't help it because it just is part of who I am. And so I think it's important for, for people to see what keeps coming out. Like what's that common theme underneath all the, what it looks like on the surface. What's that common theme that keeps coming up for you? Um, and listen to that. And, and then it really, it really does take the bravery to just peel all the other layers away and really concentrate on that thing. And that's the special thing because at the end of the day, we've all gone through our yoga teacher training or Pilates teacher training. We know how to teach the same exercises in the same classes, right? That's not why people work with you. That's not why people um, are so committed to you. It's the other stuff. And so that's what I like to really focus on with my clients. Yeah, I, I love the way you said that. It's like, what you know, in, in Pilates and yoga and group fitness in general, there are so many choices for everybody to choose from, which is amazing. Like, I'm, I'm glad for that. And that's that can feel for some people, I think, kind of, you know, almost like a downside. It's like, oh, well, everyone's doing this. So, you know, I'm never going to make it. But what you said just now is actually exactly what we want them to, to remember is like, there's no other Brittany, there's no other Jessica teaching exactly the way that we're teaching. It's our energy that resonates mm-hmm. with the folks that are out there and calls them in. That's, that's the stuff that matters. So we want to feed that. Absolutely. It's like, instead of focusing your energy on like, more trainings, more continuing ed. That's like great stuff. And I think as, you know, it's teachers and entrepreneurs too, like we're all lifelong learners. Like we love learning. We love, we're like little sponges, you know, we love it and that's all fine, but not if it's coming from a place of lack or like, I'm not good enough. So I need these things. So instead of putting your energy into more of these, maybe more technical trainings, do the work on yourself and explore your gifts, explore what makes you feel so excited and lit up and then put your energy into cultivating more of that. Cause that's your, that's your secret sauce right there. Mm, yeah, it's so true. And I think, uh, you know, as a society, we're kind of taught to seek external validation, which I oh, think yeah. is like when we're, we're seeking these trainings and we're, we're basically looking for someone to say, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're approved to, to teach or, or move forward with this, you know, methodology in your, in your business, in your practice. And, you know, all of that stuff is great. And at the end of the day, you can still collect all those trainings and still never have a business unless you decide that you're going to move forward. Exactly. Like the action piece. And I don't know if this is true for you. This has definitely been my experience in the past is you look qualified on paper, right? It's like, oh, I have all these, I, you know, I was voted best of this and I have this extra training and, and it doesn't actually make you feel more qualified, right? It's like, we're seeking the feeling of being qualified by having this external validation, but it doesn't actually make you feel qualified at the end of the day. So it's like this vicious hamster wheel that you're like stuck on because it's never going to be enough. There's never going to be like a magic training. That's like, this is the one, right? And of course, more experience. And and that also requires action though, right? More experience, more putting yourself out there does help to build and increase your confidence. Um, But these, just collecting these trainings alone, it's it's not enough to get that feeling that you're seeking. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. It's, it's, it's discernment. It's, you know, if you're, you're feeling called to take a certain training for, you know, whatever reason, like it, it fills your cup, you're, you're feeling like particularly called to, to learn that thing. As you said, we're lifelong learners, do it. Absolutely. But check yourself if it's, I have to do this first before I can move forward in, you know, serving in whatever way then there, cause there's definitely a difference. Yeah. And it just, it takes all your power away. It's like, you're always looking outside of you to make sure you're okay. And it's just, it's a really exhausting feeling to constantly be seeking this validation. So I agree. It's, it's that discernment and being able to really decipher between like what's coming from a place of excitement and expansion. And this is feels really exciting versus, oh my gosh, I need this thing to make me X, Y, or Z, right. From this place of lack. Yeah. Yeah. The place of lack seeking the stamp of approval (laughs) for sure. Yeah. And I've totally been there. So if you're listening, you know, Brittany and I both, I think have probably felt that. And that's, that's how we can, we can speak to this experience because we've kind of had to come to the other side and realize, oh, actually I need to take action in order for, for me to, to feel validated by myself, by my own experience. So yeah. And a different kind of action, you know, mm. it's like, it's taking action, but like, okay, this type of action that I'm getting, or this type of action that I'm doing is getting me the same result. So what kind of different action can I take? That's going to get me a different result. That's actually going to get me what I want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And, you know, I, I kind of love what you said just a minute ago about seeking these trainings in, from a place of lack, when we're looking for that external validation, it takes away your power. Mm-hmm. And as entrepreneurs, especially as you know, women and people that identify as women in entrepreneurship, I think it's all about honing in our personal power and being attuned to our own energy. And I think this, you know, kind of coming around to tending our tending to ourselves as entrepreneurs. And I, you know, I know that's something that you're really, really passionate about. So tell us a little bit more about your life as a heart-centered entrepreneur, how have you tended to yourself in, in ways where you're, maybe you're feeling a little bit burnt out, like you're feeling like, you know, there's something missing. Like, how do you bring it back where you feel supported, empowered, inspired to teach? Hmm. I have so much. I know, bring it on. I think there's a few, yeah, there's a few layers to it. So I think in general, um, as women or identifying as women in this industry, in the, you know, the service-based industry is we are in a, we are in a place of service. We're constantly outputting. Right. And I think it can be very easy to lose a sense of yourself when you're constantly outputting and you're constantly helping to heal others and lift others up and you're aware of others. And I, I had mentioned it before, and I'm sure it's the same for you, Jessica, but I work with a lot of on um, empaths and people that are very sensitive and we're like little sponges absorbing all of this stuff around us. And it just kind of almost like dilutes your life force in a way. So I think with that it is extra important to tend to yourself and to come back into your own energy. So that's like one part of it. And I think there's, you know, there's layers to this too, where on kind of a macro scale, which I'd like to talk about first, 
Um, and then like actual, I love like tangible action steps. Like I have that kind of masculine piece in me where I love like doing. So I'll share some of that too. But on a bigger scale, um, I think this losing yourself is a lot of times not, not really knowing yourself and not doing the work to know yourself. And that on the bigger scale is tending to yourself. So what I mean by this is getting really clear on your values. Like it sounds so simple, but I didn't do that up until a couple of years ago. And I'm like, and we think we know ourselves because we're us and we're <laughs> living our life. But when you, it's a lot harder to articulate it sometimes. It's like, who am I? Who actually am I? And how much of who I think I am is actually because of other people, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I love this thing. Or, oh yeah, I just do this, but it's actually because your family did it or you're just so easygoing and so you just kind of, you're like little piece of seaweed, like, oh, you're just doing whatever makes other people feel good and happy. And, and it's like, well, really, who am I? Right. So I think getting really clear on your, your values that you lead your life with, um, getting really clear on your purpose. Like, what is your mission? Why are you showing up and doing this? Um, and I would say that goes beyond business. I think, I think our business is just an extension of us, especially again, in this industry where we're, we are our business and our business is just kind of a mirror to what's going on inside of us. So, you know, beyond your business mission, but your life mission, your life purpose, what is it? Um, and hopefully your business lines up with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, you know, getting really clear and understanding your gifts and your spiritual gifts, your gifts that you were just are intrinsically part of you and learning how to um, leverage them and learning how to nurture them and make them more because when you're tapping into your gifts, you're expending less energy, which is going to help prevent burnout. You're in a flow state. You start to attract people that are like-minded that want what you have. And you're actually efforting less when you're using your gifts as a business tool, as a teaching tool. So I think getting clarity and like really developing a relationship with yourself is a huge piece of tending to yourself. And I, I believe that so strongly that if that doesn't happen, I don't think you can really tend to yourself. You can check your boxes and say, well, I'm going to take a bubble bath or I'm going to do my yoga practice. But it's like, it's, it's not connected. It's just something you're doing. So I would say that kind of underlying theme is doing that work. And whether that's with a mentor, whether that's with a therapist. Um, I mean, there's so many fantastic resources that we can use to to kind of get to know ourselves more. And that's like the first thing I do with my clients is like, okay, let's do a deep dive. Who are you? What makes you tick? Right. So um, that would be the first thing. And that then guides your decisions on how you tend to yourself. If I know what's important to me, if I know what I value, then I can make very aligned decisions that feed me and nurture me instead of take my energy and my power away. Um, so some of the things that I do is I regularly invest in mental health and business coaching, and I have a therapist and I have multiple mentors and I'm, I mean, that is a huge priority for me. Um, when we're in this role of constantly supporting others, we need to also be supported in the same way. So that's something that I do regularly and I walk the walk on that for sure. Um, 
I think checking in with myself regularly is huge. So I have um, a really nice, spacious morning practice that I do. So I like to go outside. Sometimes I do things I call like a brain drain where I just write everything that's up in my head and put it on paper. Um, Meditation, of course. And I think, you know, learning what kinds of meditation work best for you is really important because then you'll actually do it. (laughs) Yes. And then, yeah. And then uh, one thing that I love doing is, is really tapping into my higher self. And that's something different for everyone. You could think of that as like God or, you know, like I call her big Brit. And then I have little Brit who's kind of more the ego part of me. She's a little, little like four-year-old me. And I like to tap into my higher self and literally like converse with her while I'm meditating and get advice from her and be in her presence. And then I like to show up as her in my life. Um, So those are ways that I think I tend to myself and it naturally flows over into my business. It naturally flows into my interaction with my clients Um, because when you're tapping into yourself that way so regularly, it almost feels like and you know yourself so deeply, it almost feels like a betrayal when you don't show up as you. And I think a lot of people are doing that already and they don't realize it because they don't know who they are. And they're inadvertently betraying themselves, but it's just because they've never done that work. That was a lot. It was good. It was so good. Yeah. So I, oh my goodness, I really, really resonated with the fact that you mentioned it's very hard to tend to yourself if you don't know who you are. And I think there are so many of us and, you know, myself included over the years, you know, I, you know, took advice from, you know, my mom as, you know, who I, who I should be in in my career. And, you know, I think we all take advice from the, you know, social media or advertisers of how we should dress or look or what we should eat and all of those things. And as you said, they're, they're, if, if you haven't had it yet, it sounds like Brittany and I both have, we have that moment where you're like, Oh, wait a second. <laughs> Is that really what I want? Is that really who I am? And you kind of feel this disconnect between the two. Mm-hmm. and getting to know yourself is such a gift, like giving yourself the time and space to, you know, understand like who you really are, what you really want out of life, who you want to serve in, in your business. And, and then noticing the differences between like reality and, you know, where you're headed or where you want to mm-hmm. head. Like that's, that's a huge practice. And I think, you know, that might be a long time, a forever practice for some of us myself included, but <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's just a, it's a process. Exactly. Yeah. No, you yeah. never like, okay, I'm here. I've arrived. You just get, keep, keep getting clearer and clearer and tighter and tighter on it. And I think that's, that's the journey, but yeah. Yeah. And, and the, yeah. the actual, you know, as you're saying, the masculine side or, you know, the, for the Ayurvedic uh, listeners, the pizza, like we, we, we need the list, mm-hmm. give us the list, Brittany. So like <laughs> what you were saying about like how, like how you actually do this, you know, it's, if it's, um, <laughs> you know, I think self-care is and filling up our own cups is kind of distilled down to bubble baths and chocolate and massages in some ways. And that it, those, those things for sure, like yeah. can help. Um, but again, if you don't, know who, who you are and what that, that person actually needs, what you need. You're just, as you said, you're going through the list and just checking things off and, you know, you might as well put your grocery list and, you know, sending the utility bill next to that. Cause it's, 
it's not all that different. <laughs> I know. I love that analogy so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think there, of course, there are when you're running a business and when you go, like you have to go through teacher training to know how to teach, to then infuse your style in it. Right. There are certain things in business that you have to understand, like sales and marketing and structures and systems, right? Like that's important. But if you're relying on that, like, okay, just tell me what to do. I'm going to go through the list. It's again, some people can do that and that's fine for them. That's great. But there are those of us that like have to go in through a different doorway. (laughs) And this is really who I'm speaking to. And I'm sure this is like based on your audience and stuff. This hopefully people resonate with this. It's like, if you're listening to this, you're probably one of those people that has to go on through the other doorway. And so you need to learn all that stuff, but you also need to learn yourself and know what stuff to keep and what stuff doesn't feel aligned. And sometimes you have to do it and try it on a little bit too, right? It's like, you just, you have to do it and be like, Ooh, that didn't really like feel that good to me. But again, learn to that, listen to that discernment and know yourself and know what your intuition sounds like. And you're like, that's, that one's not a good fit. And that's okay. Cause there's like a million ways to be a successful business owner, but not all million are going to be your way. Right. It's probably going to be like a little combination of stuff and you do have to be exposed to different things and that's fine. It's, it's part of that like experimentation phase, but then you get to this place, which is where I feel like I'm really coming into where it's like, okay, I've absorbed a lot. I've tried a lot. I'm very much doer action oriented. I've tried a lot of stuff. And like, now I know what works and what doesn't for me and what feels good and what doesn't. And generally the stuff, if you're very heart led this way, the stuff that doesn't feel good, isn't going to get you the results anyway. (laughs) And the stuff that feels really good is the stuff that people resonate with because you're showing up differently because it feels good. Oh, yes. I, I love, I love that. I, I think of, of the times where, you know, I've gotten someone's like, you know, 50 tips to success or, or whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever the, the latest freebie <laughs> is and you read it and you're like, okay, I can do this. And, and you start going through and you're like, okay, okay, okay. Ugh. Like this is not, this is that person's 50 ways to success or, or, you know, insert your, the freebie here. Like that's one way to do it. And there's so many other ways. And, you know, maybe one tip from that success list and, you know, one tip from Brittany and, you know, one tip from a mentor and you're like, okay, like you kind of start building, you know, something that feels a little bit more yours, yours and, and true. Yeah. And you really have to trust yourself too, right? It goes back to this. If you don't know yourself, you can't trust yourself. If you don't know someone, just picture it's not you. I don't know you. Like I probably don't initially trust you. Right. I'm kind of, you know, it takes time to learn and you have to get to know someone and be around them enough to trust them. The same thing goes with ourselves. And so you have to really trust yourself to have that discernment. Like, Hmm, this, I'm going to take this, but not that. And I'm going to be okay if I leave that thing. Right. Yeah. I also want to say a little bit of a side note on this, but I think it's really important for, for business owners to know that it's okay to try stuff on that doesn't ends up not fitting or feeling good. Like sometimes I'll go back in my social media. I'm like, Ooh, I don't like how I felt like pushy in that post or whatever. But at the time it's like, I had to do that and I've come to this new place. So you don't have to get it all right, right away. You don't have to know it all right away. You don't have to be so in tune with yourself before you put yourself out there. Actually, you get more in tune with yourself as you put yourself out there and as you do it, it requires you to ground it in 3d and like do something. 
And, you know, I think like, I'm totally guilty of this, but I love personal development. And I like, I could just like go to therapy every day. And I love like listening to podcasts and I love meditating, but it's very, and while I'm, I'm doing these things and consuming, it's like, I'm, unless I'm then putting myself out there differently or trying something, you can do the self-help stuff all the time, but you have to take action. So don't be afraid to like figure it out as you go a little bit. It's okay. Like that's how you figure it out as you have to go. <laughs> yeah. I, and I wonder too, I, oh my gosh, I'm so resonating with that because I'm the same. I'm like, I, I could read a self-help audiobook every week and like schedule my therapy appointment before I do anything else. And like, it's just, totally. I, I love that because, you know, I, I, I feel like the more I, more I learn about myself, the better, but I think it goes back to, you know, the point we were talking about at the beginning is, you know, we were talking about trainings and how we can kind of use them as a way of validation or a way to, you know, almost distract us from doing the work, like doing the actual action that we need to take with that information. And, you know, if, if y'all are listening and that resonates with you, like check yourself on that, on on the training, on the self-care, on the, you know, self understanding practices, self-awareness stuff, like it's all part of it and it can't be the only part. Yes. I love that. Yeah. It's not that it's not important. It's just not everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be honest with yourself, like really like get honest with yourself. You want to have an honest relationship with yourself, right? Just like you want to have an honest relationship with your partner, your friends, your clients. So be honest with yourself. Am I actually, am I, am I being unrealistic about what this training is going to do for me? And it's okay. Whatever the answer is, it's okay. Yeah. And, and I think it goes back to, as you said, trusting yourself. Yeah. Trust yourself that you're going to, you know, make the right decision. Trust yourself that you're, you know, doing the discernment work and and then go from that. And, you know, if you start to kind of waver a little bit on things, then you're you're almost kind of teaching yourself the opposite to not trust. So check in and, and see, and then, you know, move from there. Trust yourself. So good. Ah, I love this. I just, I could talk about this all day long. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> Good thing we had, we're on a podcast, right? <laughs> I know. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if this has been true for you and your clients, um, you know, but for me, and I think, you know, many, probably many people, I think a lot of us are really tired right now. You know, yeah. we're, you know, whatever point we are in the pandemic, I've lost count of how many months or years this seems to be. And, you know, the world has changed. We're still trying to move through the world and ways that we used to that sort of kind of don't work anymore. And that we're, you know, probably more on Zoom than we've ever been, probably more connected to screens than we ever been, have ever been. And I think just a lot of people are feeling burnout on, on some of this stuff. So I'm curious, you know, from this lens of like tending to yourself as an entrepreneur, like what kind of advice would you give to somebody who is kind of like on the brink, like they just need Mm -hmm. like a triage tip or two that would help them feel a little bit better today and in order for them to take rest or, you know, whatever it is action wise that they need in their business. Yeah, that's a great question. I'm actually coming out of a bit of a burnout and it's so interesting because this time around, I 
felt very present during the burnout. I know that sounds weird, but in the past, you know, when you just go in like shutdown mode, it's like freeze mode, nervous system, like, boop. and my MO when I feel burned out is I literally, I just freeze. And I just want to, I call it like paralysis. I just want to lay on the couch and I, my brain's mush and right. And this cycle, I've been so clear and present during it. And I was able to acknowledge that I needed rest and I gave myself that rest. So it's just, it's very cool. And I'm only saying this because if you go through those crash and burn cycles, which I did for years, like literally my whole adult life has been a crash and burn cycle until recently. Um, know that they're like, if you continue this deeper work, like as a practice, cause it's, you don't want to do this when you've hit the burnout, right? It's like, this is a practice. Um, if you do that consistently, there are ways to change this. And I think it's important to acknowledge that everything in life is ebbs and flows and it's okay. You're going to go through ebbs. Sometimes it's okay. Right. Like it's not, it happens. Okay. Even if you're aware of it. Um, so just want to preface it with that, but something that's been really helpful for me when I start to like, kind of get to that point is a I think it's important for everyone to know their signs, like, know what is your sign that you're like, you're not at burnout yet, but it's like, Oop, I'm, I feel it. It's kind of on the horizon if I don't do something different. Right. So what are your signs? Um, that's really important. And that goes into like self-awareness, checking in with yourself, taking a pause and being like, okay, I'm noticing this thing is happening again, looking at your past burnout cycles and seeing what led up to that, all of that. Um, and then as simple as it sounds, something that has been so helpful for me is getting into my body. I think for myself, at least my burnout is up here. It's do, 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 do. It's all the mental clutter. It's the, um, just this, my head feels like it's going a million miles an hour. And then when my thoughts are doing that, then I start moving really fast through the world and I'm outputting more and I'm pushing myself. Right. And so for me to get out of my head and drop into my body is just a small thing that you can do every single day. And I will say, you know, in our industry and in the movement, mindful movement industry, like we all probably have some kind of personal practice, regular personal practice, but it's about being intentional about that practice. Like I actually go into my movement practice in a very intentional way. And I do like grounding movements. Um, I find even Pilates in general is very kind of getting down into your lower chakras. It's very like all core, right? Like pelvic floor hips, like very kind of a grounding. So I'm very intentional about what kinds of movements I do when I'm starting to get in that burnout. And by getting out of my head and into my body, your, my body is really, I heard this from one, one of my mentors, which I love, but it's like the body is the voice of your intuition. So when I can get out of up here and in, down into my body, I get much more clear messages and then I can follow that next little nudge of what I need to do because oh. burnout comes, it's like this heightened, like go, go, go state. Right. And it's like, if you keep using that voice to take your next action step, you're going to just lead yourself right into burnout. So listening to that other voice, that voice of your intuition, what's my next step? And some Sometimes it's like, wait, you want me to do what? Like, okay. <laughs> but just following that next little thing, um, I think is really helpful. So that would be like, if I had to pick one thing, get in your body, be really intentional about what kind of move, like do some grounding poses, do, you know, like get down into your body. Um, 
And that can just kind of clear some of that space. And that'll tell you what you need to do next to restore yourself. Because again, it's not one size fits all. I actually like when I'm hitting that really fatigue cycle, I like doing like recently, I did a super intense vinyasa class. And I'm like, I just want to sweat and like, like, just feel these feelings I'm having. (laughs) And for some people, it might be taking a nap or taking a walk. And that's fine. But your intuition will tell you and I knew for me in that moment, I woke up and I'm like, I feel like I need to go for a run. What's going on? But it was like way too hot outside. I'm like, okay, go into the vinyasa class. All right. And uh, that's exactly what I needed. Mm. Yeah. And I, I like what you said too. It's like, th- these are not one size fits all. Like you'll, yeah. your intuition, you know, at, as we begin to cultivate that relationship and, and continue to feed that relationship with ourselves, it's going to tell us, you know, we, we might have to listen. We might have to pay attention as you're saying to those little cues that we get when we're kind of getting close to burnout, but it's, it is calling to us and, and, and guiding us all the time. We just have to take the time to listen. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, and I think movement helps you do this, but is calming your nervous system. And there are specific extra, you know, like all the vagal toning practices you can do trying to get into that rest and digest state that will also give you clarity. And I think movement is just one channel to do that during this mindful movement, but you can also do any of the humming or breathing exercises and anything with the vagus nerve. And that can also get you out of up here in your head and then down into your body. Yeah. Yeah. That, those are great, great tips. Thank you so much. It's really, really good. Okay. So I love asking this question. Um, I'm excited to ask you to see what you have to offer us today. So if you could go back to maybe, maybe little Brittany, uh, or any portion of, of your life, be it your business or your personal life, if you could go back and tell yourself, tell yourself something that would save you a sleepless night or two, what would it be? Hmm. Well, I thought I knew what I wanted to say, but I feel like something different is coming up. So, and we had already talked about just this making decisions from a place of expansion and excitement versus lack and scarcity. I think I could have saved myself (laughs) a lot of time and money if I had done that. But I think what's really coming up for me now is, is this idea of trust and trusting myself, trusting the process, trusting that I've always been okay. And I always will be okay. Um, trusting the bigger picture of things, trusting my clients and that piece of trust makes all of those heady worries just go away. And if you look back at the trajectory of your path, your journey to get where you are right now, everything has worked out exactly as it has meant to be. And you're okay. You're okay right here. And you're always going to be okay. You're always going to be taken care of. Um, So that's been a big theme for me recently is just this piece of trust that I think was missing so much from my business and my work and my life in general. Cause again, our business is just one facet of our, of our lives. Right. So whatever's going on in your life is going to show up in your business. So, um, that has brought a lot of peace. And when I feel peaceful, I feel more creative and I feel more energized and I'm able to show up more for my clients and I have the capacity to be more present in my business, right? So as simple as that sounds, and it's simple, and it obviously takes work to cultivate that trust. But I think looking for evidence 
that that's true and that you can trust is huge. Um, and then making decisions that align with your truth and what's important to you and feeling confident in that. And the more you do that, the more you show up authentically, the more you make these choices that are in alignment with you, it's like that trust is just there because it starts working out even better. So that's, I think that's my final answer. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. It's good. Yeah. And I, I I can, I can so relate to that. And I, I love what you said. It's like, you have the evidence, you know, right here on your own two feet in this moment that you have been able to thrive and make it through you like 100% of your toughest days. Like just trust yourself because you've obviously made it this far. So that that's really, really good advice. Thank you. Yeah. And entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship requires a lot of trust in yourself in you cannot dabble when you're running a business, you're either all in or all out. And if you're all in, it is going to require you to cultivate deep trust in yourself, the process, the bigger picture, all of it. So you might as well start working on that now. (laughs) It's going to be a big missing piece. Things are going to be a lot, a lot, you know, they can, they can be easier. They can be not, they can be peaceful or they can be not. And, um, I think that's a big missing piece for a lot of people. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's really, really good advice. And, um, yeah, you probably just saved at least one person a lot of time, (laughs) start cultivating that, that, you know, cultivating your own intuition and tapping in and, Mm -hmm. you know, building trust from there and the rest will unfold. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. So how can we find you and what kind of cool things do you have coming up that we can be a part of? Yeah. So I'm very active on Instagram. So I'm at Brittany Labox, which is my name. So um, I'm on there pretty almost every day. Sometimes I, if my intuition is telling me not to post, I won't, but Um, and then as far as some cool things I have coming up, I actually just launched this really cool, it's like a really nice, like entry-level mentorship, um, program. It's called elevate your teaching and it is for the people that want to go into that deeper level of themselves. So it's not technical training. It's sometimes through the lens of teaching movement, because that's how we show up in the world but it's going into those deeper levels and really getting to the root of your experience and not just focusing on the symptom, right? Like the thing on the outside that it's manifesting as. Um, so I just launched that this week, which is so exciting. And I feel, I think it's going to support a lot of people. Um, and then I have a year long membership called the high frequency entrepreneur, And that's in more of a group format. So the other one is one-on-one if somebody wants that type of um, intimacy. And then the the group coaching is amazing. It's just the most incredible women that I'm like blown away. I just, the days of our calls, my cheeks like hurt because I'm just so, so excited to be there and be with them. It's a really special group. So I also have that as well. And I have all the information for that on my Instagram page. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll definitely put links to your Instagram and of course, all of your amazing coaching offerings that you have out there. Congrats on launching your program. That sounds really great. Yeah. So we'll be sure to share that um, as well as your year long uh, coaching program. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, You're helping so many people. Thank you so much for all that you do. 
thank you for being here. I was just, this is wonderful. It was so nice to talk with you and I appreciate you having me on and it was a really lovely conversation. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Well, thanks for saying yes. So. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you next time. I'm just so grateful to Brittany for spending time with us today. She has such a wealth of knowledge and I love the actionable tips that she provided with the understanding that we look at the things that we need from a practice standpoint where we're, you know, touching with burnout or we're learning to understand and trust ourselves that all of this comes through our own lens. So there's no quick downloadable list of things that you got to do. It's all about taking this advice and looking at it through your own lens and your own filter. I'm just so grateful to her. So go give Brittany a follow. She's on Instagram at Brittany the voice, and then also check out the show notes for the links to the cool things that she has coming up. Um, you can also find her over at blitzbodypilates.com. And, uh, and if you want to find out more about her Pilates offerings, she's also on YouTube and she's just incredible. So go give her a follow and take time to enjoy all of her content that's out there because it's really, really good. So I hope that you found this chat helpful. And if you're looking for somebody that could be a mentor, somebody that can really sit with you as you're finding your way in entrepreneurship in this heart-centered yoga, Pilates, movement-based world, I can be that person for you. You can check out my offerings at, at jessicacross.co slash offerings and see about how we can work together. There are lots of opportunities to work with me one-to-one, and that's my favorite way. I feel like the transformations are so much bigger and deeper and more custom to you when we get to work in a one-to-one container. So go check that out. It's at jessicacross.co slash offerings. And send me a DM on Instagram at jessicacross.co. I'd love to know what you thought of this episode. And let us know, Brittany and I, if this helped you move forward just a little bit and understanding yourself a little bit better and feel in your own cup as an entrepreneur. Sending you so much love. Catch you on the next episode. Keep showing up. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Off the Mat podcast and give yourself some gratitude for taking action in your wellness business journey. Please share this episode with someone you know who could use a fresh dose of inspiration. And we'd be thrilled if you would rate, review, and subscribe to Marketing Off the Mat on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to share an idea with Jessica? DM her at jessicacross.co on Instagram to continue the conversation or find out how she can help you take the next right step in your business. Until next time, stay inspired and keep showing up.